You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Well, Taylor, I'm going to get out of the way because Cordell Stewart is a raven great. Let's talk about all the excitement in Baltimore prior to coming to NFL Network. All the excitement in Baltimore. I want to hear it from you. Well, boy, I don't know. It was so exciting. I mean, my time's in Baltimore. You ended your career as a Raven. I, I did, but it wasn't necessarily great. I was a backup. You know, that was the latter part of the career. My my run against Baltimore, uh, Taylor, we, I think we played, what, nine times, and I've won eight, or it was ten. And I only Ooh. lost once. Ooh, you're, already, you're already turning over to yeah, back yeah. to your roots. Well, you know, the roots are, are Here we, we took are. you in. Yeah. We took you in. You did. You did. He was a castaway <laughs> looking for a home. You really, needed, it was no, charity, no, no, no. Cordell, after you the need, fact. You needed me. That's all it was. It wasn't that you won. Because when I got there, you know, Coach Billy, he didn't talk to me too much. No way. I promise you he did. Oh, I mean, he's a backup quarterback. Learned, you don't talk to backups. You know, it, you know, it kind of it kind of worked because he found out I was one of the good guys. Because you know that Pittsburgh-Baltimore thing is not fun. It's unlike any other rivalry Seriously. in the league. I mean, it's serious. It's serious business. It's, it's dead serious. And then when you have coaches that came from Pittsburgh, right. like Coach Marvin Lewis, that end up going to Baltimore. Well, I feel like it's, it's very common, especially in that conference, that they just kind of all bounce around. It is. But being that you did... I have an opportunity to be there in that city and now working with NFL Network. Um, give me your take on that experience from there, Owens Mills, to now actually having an opportunity to be on California. It's unbelievable, but I did actually grow up in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, you did? Cornell yes. lives in Atlanta. Why I am, am a I Georgia here? Bulldog. You're a Bulldog now. It was. Well, all your life. I've got to say, the Rose Bowl was one of the best experiences of my life. Of course, yeah. National championship, not so much. Mm. That was that was a heartbreaker. It's kind of like you wish you, you had a chance to play the playoff game at home and then play the national championship somewhere else because of the outcome in, at home for some reason. It's like everything in Atlanta. Like, whether it's the Falcons. Oh, I can't, no, you know what? I can't you believe you just went there. I can't sorry, believe that you just went there. How talking. are you comparing the two? Well, Within seconds of us losing that game, people started immediately paralleling the Georgia Bulldogs to the Atlanta Falcons. That the, was not even a similar situation. You know, the end result, though, still the same. Sorry, I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of love on this set. I can tell. I, yeah, yeah. You're striking out here. Yeah. Yeah. You should maybe the show. I'm striking no, this out. This is what I'm we do guess. for 15 hours a week, and <laughs> we throw down NFL Network. So that's the partnership we have. So we've all been immersed in the media-driven word storylines. How about component? What do you think is the most interesting issue surrounding the actual game? For the Super Bowl. Coming up on Sunday, the reason we're here, yeah. Um, The biggest issue, I think that, listen, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are, what they've done in the salary cap era is just absolutely remarkable. It's their Godzilla. I mean, they're impossible to beat. We saw what happened with the Falcons last year. I'm never going to go against the Patriots. Uh, but I do think that the Eagles have a chance. Um, they kind of have this Cinderella story going right now. Nobody thought that Nick Foles was going to be able to take them after uh, Wentz was injured, and he proved them all wrong. So the fact that they're here, they've got such a strong defense. I'm tired of hearing Nick Foles against Tom Brady because really Nick Foles just needs to play well enough. It's the defense that really just needs to continue stepping up and getting pressure on Brady without blitzing, which is something that they've been great at all season. One thing we've had the opportunity to see from this Philadelphia team was being the underdog. I mean, we mm -hmm. see the little poodle masks. We see the canine, you know, yeah. so we see the chihuahua, you know, <laughs> whatever you want to look at, we see it, right? But they've played up to that on a level that 
playing against the Falcons, I mean, they changed their philosophy and how they play, kind of used the blueprint. And I say this to everyone when, when making this contrast, this uh, comparing and contrasting, but they actually went through the process of throwing the ball to the fullback, the backs and the flat, similar to what New England did to Atlanta in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. to all of a sudden going vertical against Minnesota. When you see that, that means that they're capable of doing whatever they want to do and they're not handicapped because they have Nick Foles. No. With that being said, does that give them a little a little more hope because they're capable of coming in maybe with this RPO system that we hear everyone's talking about? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that there's, they definitely have a chance to win. This is so random and off topic, but I was just reading a fact and I love going through our research notes before games. And it was saying of the Patriots, nine Super Bowls that they've been to, five of them, they've lost the coin toss on. And of those five that they've lost the coin toss, they've actually won the game. Mm -hmm. So, if you're, you wow. know, one of those people that are like Omen. superstitious yeah, like that, I'm just saying. Forecast early on. It is an early, it it is is. An early prediction. <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> you, you fit right in here. Last one for me, not the first Super Bowl you've attended nor covered in your journalistic career. For our listeners around the world, TuneIn's a global brand. I've been trying to paint the word picture, not only of the greatness of the mall, but everything that's been going on here in Minnesota. Beyond the weather, we're in Minnesota. It's February. It's going to be cold. How would you describe the hospitality we've received from the wonderful people of the Twin Cities? The people have been, could not be nicer. Um, all around us, they've been, they've just been so excited to have the Super Bowl here. And you can tell, and they just obviously went through such a heartbreaking loss, and it hasn't come out at all. I mean, you just, you can tell that they're still very gracious and accepting of people just coming in and blowing their city up with all these people. The weather is definitely, it's chilly. It is a factor, but we're not outside shoveling snow. We're just spewing hot takes. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, to get an Uber to go two blocks last night, I was really embarrassed. I almost had to like make them do a secret second stop because I was like, oh, I swear we're going farther than this. No, no, it's just that cold. But you would have passed away if you'd walked, in fairness. We need you on that update desk at NFL Network. God forbid. 14, minus 14 degrees wind chill. I've never, and that's normal here. You know, we, you know, you know it's how it is Minnesota now. in February. Yeah. You think we're going to Miami? I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But you're talking all that trash over there. It is freezing. There's not too many places in the month of February that I've ever been in my life. Atlanta gets ice storms. But they shut the city down with a half inch of snow. <laughs> the whole city shuts down. The mall is closed. The stores are closed. But we're talking about wind chills of 21 degrees in the month. Oh, my mind is 25. It's too cold. And it's everybody cold. listening wishes they were here because we're right. enjoying the Super Bowl. Great they to are. see you. Thank Keep you up for the good having work. me. Cordell, anything yeah. else that you can pick apart that Taylor's not going to like no, before I mean, we say I goodbye? Mean, other I mean, than him bringing up Baltimore, I. I, I have at it. You played in Baltimore. I was looking for a point of commonality. He was trying to create something. Say goodbye, Cordell. It didn't didn't work work at all. Nice to see you. That's how the show works. Thank you, Taylor. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.